Hello and welcome again to another episode of Insane Rhetoric. It's a wild ride right now with the Supreme Court judge confirmation hearings underway. The representatives of the Republican Party are going buck wild. Come on in, sit back, and enjoy the ride that is Insane Rhetoric. What up, Insane Rhetoric? What's happening? What's happening? You know what's good. You know what we all about. You know we out here doing our thing and oh, talking about people and information and trying to turn the world right side up. And it's a struggle right now because there's so much going on. What's up, sister? What's happening? Good morning, y'all. <laughs> I'm just gonna stop talking these days. Look, our our listeners expect me to do this. They expect just, us to do this now. Right? I'm, just, I'm just gonna do one line. I was like, hey, that's all I'm gonna do. Hey. <laughs> See shoot. I mean, it's crazy. What's good? What's good? What's happening? Nah, it's like, I'm good. I'm living life. I'm living life. Living my living best life. Like life. Living like it's golden, golden. <laughs> Living my life like it's golden, golden, golden. Oh, okay. Mm-mm. So what's the word? What's the word? What we got out here happening today. So everybody knows about what's going on in Ukraine. Yeah, you know, that's that still ain't that still ain't changed. They over there playing. And uh, what's up with your girl, Natanji Brown? What's happening with her? You know, she Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Can we talk about Katanji Brown? Yeah, sure. What's up? What's going on? Is it, it? Is it Katanji Brown? Is that her name? Katanji? Is, is it it's Brown or Jackson? What's her it's, name? Uh, Katanji Brown Jackson. Okay. Let's say yeah. her whole name. Yeah, the government. She worked for them, so you better say it. <sighs> you know... <laughs> I'm just gonna. Be, her, her initials would be KBJ. That's too close to uh, the KGB. <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, we had RBG. Yeah, oh, that was that was rough times too. And <laughs> that was rough times. <laughs> so what's up? What's, what's going on with him? Uh... Yeah. I, okay, y'all. Can we can we understand why they asking this woman some of the asinine questions that they asking her? I don't know. I it's just like I I don't know why they doing it. I mean, the questions that they're asking is so so dumb. <laughs> And need I say, I think most of the questions that they asking are are quite retarded. You know, <laughs> I, I I I don't know what you think. I mean, what's ha- what's happening with it? What's happening with it? Like she and her, like what was this the fourth day, third day? Listen, this was she. So okay, I don't know which day it is, but you know they saying that that rbg ruth uh-huh. ruth uh beta ginsburg mm-hmm. they say she set a standard 
for how to not answer some of the questions. Uh-huh. And that that Comey woman, uh-huh. Amy Comey, whatever Amy, her name was. Yeah, Amy Comey Barry. Yeah. She used that a lot when they when they um were talking to her. Right. Which is I can't give answers that might prejudge cases that might become that might come before the court. Right. Okay, that's kind of the answer you hear them give in these hearings a lot. Right. And that's been going on. They credit that to RBG mm-hmm. since 1993. I mean, but you, you should, because if you got cases that's coming up and you're trying to, you know, give specific answers that might affect that case, you don't want to do that. I mean, but this this is... This is what politicians do all the time. So this this is nothing new. Okay, but Katanji Jack, Katanji Brown Jackson, uh huh, she added a new level to the bar. As well as she should. First of all, she's the first black woman that would sit on the Supreme Court. Well. She was emphasizing, she been emphasizing constitutional text uh-huh. as a restraint on judicial discretion. So this is what she said, quote, I am focusing on original public meaning because I'm constrained to interpret the text. I thought that was a good answer. I think that's the best answer. Because they are they are supposed to interpret the text. Right. I mean, that's the point of the Constitution. That's 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 that has been the problem with uh the eternal case of Roe versus Wade for a long time. People say it says this, some people say it doesn't say that, it doesn't, it doesn't nail down certain. Uh, characteristics here or there. So yeah, I mean that's that's the name of the game. <sighs> the thing about her is that she's the Democratic nominee, and she gave what typically would have been a Republican conservative answer. Mm-hmm. But in this particular case, I really feel like. It's the right answer. It is the right answer. Okay. So she she put in original, right? Original uh-huh. thought is uh-huh. what she said. Original public meaning. There's the gray area right there. Right. right. And then you got to actually interpret the text of the constitution right right which is difficult for people who don't understand it (sighs) which is very difficult because nine times out of ten there's a lot of lawyers out there that knows it backwards and forwards because that's what they do on an everyday basis then there's some who don't know how the wording and the jargon goes with the constitution. And that's not even to say the people that are not lawyers, you know, 
weigh in on certain things. So, I mean, that's, that's, that's just the logistics of it. So most of the Republicans have so far focused on things that she hasn't even really had to consider in her, in her work life. Right. Like CRT with critical race theory. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, gender identity and sports you know those are the hot topics right now for right. The republicans right and it's like everything you talk about they got to bring that up so that they can be divisive and just like ignore the actual issues right they just talk about that to incite people right right okay so so do we know what uh Katanji's uh, expertise in law is what field, what actual part of law does, is is it criminal law? Is it, well, it it has to be criminal on, I guess, for a federal, for a federal judge. Not so much really, but it has to be. So do we, do we know what, what that, uh, because I would like to know. If it's a criminal background. One thing is for sure. She's about the text. Oh yeah. Truly. So basically. Most of her cases. Were about. Overturning some stupidness. That Trump did for. uh, Executive orders. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of them. Had to do with labor unions. And you know, being fair to the little guy. She used to be a public defender. Like, she have a lot of stuff with, like, um, the health and human services that was brought up against them. Right. She did a case where, like, she uh, supported this prisoner who was deaf and they weren't doing what they needed to do to give him the accommodations he needed to make sure he could hear and understand whatever it is they was wanting him to do so they wouldn't whoop his butt. Right. So needless to say, all of this about critical race theory and all of that, that ain't that ain't her wheelhouse. Right. Exactly. And but whatever you- she does, she looks at the text of the law. And she goes right down to that and she's like, this is what this says. That don't match up with this. So I'm putting that out. Like she Right. Right. Which which makes sense because we know that most lawyers are bent toward trying to manipulate any part of the law that they can to make sure that they they um they their person uh that they're representing gets off in any case whether it be whether it be a personal endeavor or whether it be a corporation so i mean that's that's the name of the game but you're you're trying to give this woman a business because she's looking at the actual text of the law and trying to uphold the standard is what the law says and the constitution says. So uh, I thought as a lawyer, (laughs) 
Ain't that what you're supposed to do? Listen. <laughs> so they bringing up a lot of racial stuff. Like, <clears throat> so you know they're supposed to be doing a case pretty soon about abortion. That's probably gonna be like decided before she even get in office. Uh-huh. Right. Right. But they asking her conceptual questions about these things right now, right? Right. Which they do that to all of them because they did that to Amy Comey. Right. Okay. And I just keep bringing up Amy Comey because she was the last one. Right, exactly. Okay. All right, so the way she answered these questions was she didn't answer based on specific cases. She answered with bigger principles. So Okay, so I don't know how to pronounce it, but it's like stare diseases is like um, a term that they use. Uh And she said that that's an important principle that the court uses at the outset when deliberating on a case. But it's not, and this is her quote, and all of this is her quote but it is not an unlimited command and the justices must ultimately keep or overturn the precedent based on a number of additional factors, including more recent cases, new facts, or understanding of the facts, et cetera. So I I just want to get down to what somebody told me you know, you just get down to brass tacks. I think the reason they're coming after her like they're coming after her is because, first of all, like you said, she's a Democrat. Secondly, she's Black. Thirdly, she's a woman. And you're trying to see if you can throw her off her game when it comes to... uh, the 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 nomination and and what she knows apparently she has to know and know what she's doing because she's been doing it so long and on top of that that like i said it goes back to the thing of being black and being a woman you know what i'm saying so they also brought up the pat thing about court packing and was upset with her because she was like congress got to decide that right Right. Because that's what they want to do right now. That's what the Republicans are wanting to do. It's just like put a whole bunch of justice in there. Just just every, more than one more than them ones we get. Just put a whole bunch of them in there. I'm sorry, not the Republicans, the Democrats. Right. And that's what she's like, but that I'm I'm gonna decline to answer that because that has nothing to do with the justice that has to do with Congress making that right. decision. Right, exactly. I, like I say, I I, I believe that uh, that she is she is on her game. She is she's smart. She's very intellectual and intelligent. And the fact that she's black first, yeah, they have a problem with that. They have a problem with that, and yeah, I think that's what it really comes down to. For is we don't care that you trying to uphold a law we just don't like you because of who you are 
Because some of the stuff that they was asking. Well, they was asking if update, if one of the things they was asking is, could the um, upcoming court cases delegitimize the court? And she was like, all the court's decisions are precedents. They're entitled to that respect. Like, <sighs> well, I mean, I mean, <laughs> what, I, what, what, what else, what else should we expect? Like, I, I, I forgot, I forgot, I don't remember how long these hearings go on, but like, in the last three days of what I have seen, she has been consistent. And, of course. And, she even more consistent than Amy Comey. Comey, yeah. Yeah. And she has not, she has and not. And she's not been rattled. Not at all. Even with their, here's a plug, even with their rhetoric, <laughs> their insane rhetoric, <laughs> she has not been moved by none of it. Yeah. Listen, listen. Okay, y'all. I'll listen. This woman here. Let, 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 let just let's just get this. Let's just get this. Okay. This woman, 1970. She just barely made 52 years old. Depending on when her birthday is. Okay. She 51, 52 years old. Okay. She's a product of parents who both graduated from HBCUs. That tell you something right there. That's a certain mindset right there. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's a certain mindset and that's a certain that's a certain there's something going on at the dinner table. Okay. She was born in DC. The family moved to Miami so that her father, who was a history teacher, and and he would and and he was the she was the apple of his eye, so she say he was her inspiration. Okay, he went there to attend University of Miami Law School as a full time student. They lived mm. on campus. He became chief attorney for Miami-Dade Public School Board. Mama was a principal. Mm. School of the Arts. She was principal of School of the Arts. Her brother is a graduate of Howard University. Mm. Police officer. He joined the United States Army after the September 11 attacks. Two tours in Iraq. Okay. That's, that says a lot right there because who goes back for a second tour? I mean. Listen. Her, her, her uncle served 40 years and was the chief of Miami Police Department. 
He later became Secretary of Florida Department of Juvenile Justice. He later became governor. And chief of police so at Florida A&M University. So what you're saying is, it's in her DNA to know ah, these things. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, remember when we talked about Putin? Uh-huh. And That's we brought movie. up the fact that it's certain what you're hearing at the dinner table. Yep. Yep. It molds you. Okay. And if you one of these people that don't hear nothing at the dinner table, that molds you too. Absolutely. Because what you don't know, you you tend to go to the other persuasion of not knowing nothing. Because you shared that. It was certain stuff you was hearing at the dinner table. But then you had another dude that was teaching you other stuff that wasn't at the dinner table. Absolutely. Because you were sitting at his dinner table. Absolutely. 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 So Okay. Listen, I don't know a lot about Miss Jackson, but what I have heard and some of the things that I have read, some of the inserts about what I have read, she's a solid person. She's very solid. Um, I I could say something about our vice president. (laughs) Uh, I would say, yes, position of power. I would say, Yes, intellectual and who she is and what she knows. Can she can she do more, or would we like her to do more? Yes, we would. But because she's the vice president to a degree, she's handcuffed. So it's only so much that you can do. So so, so check this out. She married to a surgeon. His name is Patrick. Graves Jackson. Through this marriage, she's related to former Speaker of the House Paul Ryan. Uh Wow. Her husband is a descendant of Jonathan Jackson, who was a delegate of the Continental Congress, (laughs) who is related to Associate Justice of Supreme Court of the United States. Oliver Wendell Holmes Jr. Wow. Wow. So like I say, you in these circles, you're in these circles, and you see that you are around prominent people and they know how to use their words and their influence to get around different things and to address what needs to be addressed and throw away what does not need to be addressed. So, I mean, you can't be be mad at that. This man that she married to, y'all, is part of the Boston Brahmins, which is basically the Boston elite. We see these people in the movies, y'all. They are the traditional upper class. They are the people that 
they always going on and on about how they didn't had uh, a legacy of people go through Harvard University. Mm-hmm. They Anglican people. Mm-hmm. They go to these upper upper class clubs and stuff. I heard of the Somerset in Boston, the Knickerbocker in New York City. I heard all the Metropolitan mm-hmm. in Washington, D.C. Absolutely. Her husband is part of that crew. Sound like she in good company to me. I Okay, just in case y'all asking, yeah, he a white boy. Hey guys, this is Fire from Insane Rhetoric. Check this out. Listen, we need your help in sustaining future episodes, conversations, so we can bring more of the craziness and the insanity to you that's going on in your community, in your city, and in your world. Can you please help us to donate to Insane Rhetoric? And your small, medium, or large gifts are more than appreciated. And we would love to keep this station coming to you you and giving you the information that you need about the insanity in your world so check this out please 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 donate to insane rhetoric so we can stay sustain future episodes hey thank you once again fire out they have two daughters they protestant in case, you, in case you want to know. Which means she ain't Baptist. So I'm just here to tell you that this woman's life is surrounded around. I, look, she done married into people that got to do with the Continental Congress. Mm-hmm. She done married into people that's talking about Jonathan Jackson, their relative, which means she'd have read up on this dude in all of her studies. Jonathan Jackson, a native of Boston, graduated from Harvard College. Hmm. A patriot so, during the American Revolution. So it's safe to say you should research your mate before they become your mate. Listen, she okay. Let's just go back to her schooling, can we? Let let's just okay. What she graduated from? Harvard. 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 One one of one of the most elite colleges in the United States. I I and and, and what I know about Harvard is the same thing I know about Cambridge. Those two colleges are notorious for scholars. Notorious. They are known for knowing their information. So she done got her Bachelor of Arts from Harvard and she got her law degree from Harvard. I, I, 
I don't know what you want me to say. Ain't nothing else to need to be said. She's qualified. She's qualified. She, she graduated in 92 with her bachelor's. Okay, let me just add this. Magna cum laude. She didn't graduate good laude. Can y'all follow and subscribe while y'all listening to this? Yeah, please follow and subscribe. Please, please, please. She didn't graduate good laude. She didn't graduate hallelujah laude. <laughs> Can you hear me now? She graduated Magna Cool Laude. Yeah, that says a lot. That says a lot. Matter, matter of fact, it says it all. I mean, I think they just need to go ahead, uh, put in. And and turn the attention back on uh, Putin and Ukraine. <laughs> so let's just tell you, I'm gonna go back to your question. What's her thing? What what's she about? What, what's mm. her law? What's her law? What's her law thing about? Why they asking her these asinine questions? Is that what her law stuff is about? So let's go back to her thesis. We gonna tell you what she about. Are you ready? Drum roll, please. Her thesis to get out of school with her magna cum laude was titled The Hand of Oppression. <laughs> Plea bargaining processes and the coercion of criminal defendants. That says it all. That covers that covers the gambit. That covers that covers corporate law, criminal law, politician law. <laughs> it covers the gambit. So let me tell you something. She worked as a staff reporter and researcher for the Time magazine. Yep, I remember reading that. Words are important to her. Her family has taught her that words are important to her, and she learned while working there that words words are important. Then she attended Harvard Law School. She was supervising editor of the Harvard Law Review. She got her law degree in 1996. Okay, drum roll, please. <laughs> now she didn't get magna cum laude. And she didn't get summa cum laude. But she still got cum laude mm -hmm. in law school. Mm -hmm. Okay. Y'all, some of these justices we already got on the thing ain't got all of this. Right. Right. Absolutely. Listen, she ain't trying to play with y'all. That's why she looking at y'all like y'all crazy. Absolutely. When y'all asking her these asinine questions about critical race theory, what they got to do with anything? It exists, but she came from a family who are 
HBCU minded. Mm-hmm. Which taught her that the shit exists. Oh, sorry, did I say that? Yeah, you said it. the it's stuff right. exists, but you don't have to be bound by that, which is all the conversation has been trying to. We've been trying to have this conversation with you about critical race theory. That we don't think whitey done us wrong to the point where we can't get what we need to get. We're just saying whitey move out the way and shut up. <laughs> okay not all whitey yeah i don't want to explain this again i'm talking about those who would try to suppress other cultures right because everybody's not like that listen i i i am in i am in favor of of Miss Jackson uh, being a Supreme Court justice, not because I am black, not because uh, she is black, but because she adheres to what the process of the law is. Exactly. So, I mean, uh, Katanji Brown Jackson kudos to you i mean because they 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 can't deny that it's 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 in the house it's you know like i said we can we can turn that off and just go ahead and watch what uh putin do why don't you go over there and ask him some questions <laughs> since y'all got all the answers got all the questions i mean go ask him why he doing what he doing because you know what he has a law degree too Like, 20 hours of questioning over two days mm-hmm. Republicans yelling at her and grandstanding insinuating that she's a terrorist a child trafficker sex trafficker sympathizer none of her cases been about that nope but, but, but like I say once again because she is black and she is a woman they're going to try to throw everything and the kitchen sink at her because they are wanting her to blink and fold that that it, it's just what it comes down to but i i i ain't even i'm not worried about it like i say it's is she she's on the mark she has uh the bench in scope and I'm just waiting on her to pull the trigger they, i mean because there's nothing else that they can do she has been consistent and constant in everything that she has said and she has put people in their place because they misinterpret some of the things that she has written about the law because at the time that she was writing it she was just an associate at a law firm and you have to write what the uh, company tells you to write when you are an associate doesn't mean that that is my my belief or my angle or i agree with that but because i'm working working for this particular uh company then you have to adhere to their standards what she is doing what she has learned in the law in the in harvard law what she has learned in her ventures of jobs and what she is going through right now to get the confirmation she she's used to it 
Look, He's you pretty got, used to it. And let's bring, here we go with Texas again. Ted Cruz bringing up a book called Anti-Racist Anti -racist Baby. It's written by Dr. Ibram Kendi. And, you know, he's got this pictures of this book on the wall. And he asked her, do you agree that babies are racist? Critical race theory, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. <sighs> Absolutely. I don't know. I just, I just. So said, listen, she takes, she says, Senator, she takes a big sigh. She pauses. You know, you don't like it when I do that. But that's the black girl. That's the black girl pause. When we trying to, when we, when we think you stupid and we try not to tell you, you stupid. Don't give we, all the secrets. Don't give oh, all the secrets. Okay. Don't give but all the secrets out. That's the black girl pause. She, she took her pause. She said, Senator, and took her pause for a long time. So much so, they noticed it enough to write about it. It filled the room. Because it does. Yeah. I, that's the yeah. black girl part. Okay. I mean, they, they what it's basically saying, you are such an airhead that you don't even know mm. what you're asking. You know, so, I mean, I, I don't know what else to say. Like, you I, know, it, you know, like I, I, there's a song that, uh, I forgot who used to say this, uh, one of my, one of my rappers, friend, one of my favorite rappers, and he used to say, all we do is win, 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 no matter what, <laughs> you know this what she said. That's Look, all we do is win. That's all we do is win. Anytime you put us in a situation, we see the obstacles and we still win. Because we know how to get around it. We know how to see through it. We know what you're shooting for. And you can't get it. So all we do is win, yo. That's all we do. <laughs> this is what she said when she finally spoke. I want y'all to hear me, y'all. Listen, Inside Rhetoric. Listen. She coming. RBG, rest in peace. She coming. R RGB. Just... Just work your magic up there, RGB. Listen, this is what she said. She said, quote, I do not believe that any child should be made to feel as though they're racist. She did repeat the, repeat the style to pause for the rest of the hearing. Now, See, uh, uh, what's the name of that website? TheNation.com. They, in their writing about this, they quoted Toni Morrison, the, the author Toni Morrison. They said, the very serious function of racism is distraction. Absolutely. And I, so I'm glad personally that she did not get distracted by Ted Cruz. Right. Absolutely. I'm gonna I, say I, I'm, I'm gonna say this. With that, with that statement being made toward her, I probably would have answered that question. But I would have answered it in a different way. Depending on your upbringing, 
<laughs> you know, of course you could say that a kid was racist, depending on who raised you. But are all kids born racist? No, it's what you put in them. You know, so I mean, but she 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 did what she knew to do and answer it with integrity and intelligence. So I mean, ain't nothing else I can say about that. I mean, why are you gonna ask her about a book she probably ain't even read or or talked about or had a court case about? Because that's the throw-off game. What did you say in a previous episode of uh season one? The white noise. We see this all the time. We see this all the time. I mean, and I even like what she wrote a paper on, you know, the hand of oppression. I'm going to have to actually go back and read that just because of the title, you know, because we see that all the time. If you ain't bending to their rules, then you are considered a terrorist. It's, it's, it's crazy. So she has had her share, her fair share, just like other Republican nominees, of cases that had to do with child pornography and drug cases. But all of her findings, all of her rulings line up with the typical judge answers to those types of cases because she's reading the letter of the law. Absolutely. Absolutely. But you don't bring it like this is what she believes in is child pornography. Right. But she they, got like two say, daughters sitting up there and her mama sitting up in there. I mean, it, uh, like I say, it, once again, <sighs> it's insane rhetoric and that's what they're trying to bring. It's insanity that you would even pose questions that's not geared toward cases that she didn't ruled over or are about to give a ruling on. So, you know, it is <sighs> what it is. Sister, is it our time to get up out of here? Yeah, I just want to say goodbye. Rest in peace to Madeline Albright. Madeline Albright, the first female U.S. Secretary of State. Yeah. Rest in peace. She died um, Wednesday of cancer complications. She was a uh, big time in a uh, President Clinton's uh, cabinet. Cabinet, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I want to add this, y'all. Subscribe, like, follow. Yeah. Listen, listen, y'all. The current climate is heavy and rife with riddled with racism. But have y'all noticed the pattern? Hmm. We got a black vice president. Well, she's biracial. We don't want to forget her Indian, her Asian side, okay? We got a female vice president. And we've had women in the Supreme Court before. But with her, this will make, we haven't had this many women between her and Sonia Sotomayor and Amy Comey, Mm -hmm. okay? And and Sotomayor 
Sonia Sotomayor won't be up there by herself. Right. Not to say that this lady's just going to vote with her. Not to say that Katanji is just going to vote for her. Right. But vote with her. But like Sonia Sotomayor is like the voice of reason right now. Right. Okay. So she'll have somebody to help her with the voice of reason. Y'all, I just want y'all to see this pattern of black women being put in power. I mean, power. I mean, glass ceiling power. I mean, I mean, power, y'all. Right. No doubt about it. I I am. I I am elated that we are seeing such a change. And I'm I'm going to shoot you a book insert insane rhetoric. If you don't think that this stuff is still happening, um, uh, everybody know about Jim Crow. Uh, there is there is a book that was released maybe it probably was released three or four years ago now maybe five but it's called the new Jim Crow law <laughs> you know so I mean so go back and read that book look it up and you will see if you really want to see what's happening in the United States it's not it, the game hasn't changed just the players have that's it same have- same situation We've had Madeleine Albright. We've had Hillary Clinton, both very wonderful, intelligent women. Hillary Clinton, what, regardless of what you think about, you know, whether or not she was a crook or whatever, the bride was still smart as all get out. Okay. Still smart as all get out. I, I'm just telling you, we've had Shirley Chisholm, like, like y'all. I'm excited to see these black women show you what it's like to be a black woman. Yeah. And to be able to lead and be like that Anjali commercial I talked about in season one. I could bring home the bacon, fry it up in the pan, and never let you forget you the man because I'm a woman, Anjali. Now, the song is actually a song from something else, but. But I first, I first encountered it in that movie. I mean, in that commercial. But anyway, listen. These two black women, Kamala Harris, Katanji Brown, KK, KK, <laughs> K, so smooth, so sharp, so intelligent, grace under fire. Look at you like you got caca on you want to tell you bitches you crazy Mm-mm. but they don't say that I want y'all to see I want to see this keep happening and then what y'all gonna do when it's a bunch of black women leading this world maybe we wouldn't maybe we wouldn't have as many problems cause Because you see, when we had our black man president, I'm talking about the real one, not Clinton. We didn't have all this. I mean, we had it, but like he would put his pimp hand down and be like, stop that madness. Shut up. I mean, I mean, what I say, shut up. It it is what it is. It is what it is. And I, I just agree that it's all it's all it's all good. We we got people that's coming up who really wants to defend the law and i don't i don't care if it's black white or green if it's person that's standing for the law 
that's all that really matters to me exactly we need help beyond beyond reproach and yeah. we need people to yeah. do that so check us out at insane rhetoric with a k.com insane rhetoric with a k.com you can check us out on every platform that's known to man because everybody is passing insane rhetoric along and we're in places that we don't even know yet so i mean listen uh, we need y'all to subscribe we need y'all to follow we need you to like i mean listen we're on twitter we're on facebook we're on youtube live stream on saturday morning so you don't know what you're gonna get when you're gonna get it and how it's gonna come but just remember that change happens change happens and if you if you won't change, if you won't change, don't wait on change. Be the change. So now I gotta add something real quick before you say that last thing. So listen, y'all. So listen. Uh, y'all need to go and follow us on Clubhouse. Yeah, Clubhouse. Y'all go follow us on Clubhouse because pretty soon we're gonna be coming in there. We we're gonna be coming in there talking about the elementary elementary chronicles. Y'all listen. We. We're gonna have we're gonna start having a conversation about the elementary chronicles. Yeah. So we need y'all to go on in there and follow. So when we come in the room, y'all can come in and join the conversation. That's what's up. That's what's Clubhouse. up. Clubhouse. We're gonna t- it's called the elementary chronicles. Well, the clubhouse is insane rhetoric, but our room gonna be called the elementary chronicles. Yeah, because we gonna just come on, it's gonna be fun. Right. Y'all- Look out for it. It's on the way. It's coming. <laughs> So soon as y'all follow, as soon as y'all get in there, we're gonna, gonna light up the room. We're gonna be in there talking about the elementary chronicles. Y'all, okay, so so as always, just remember to enjoy the ride. That is insane rhetoric, and we're out. Bye, y'all. Bye. Thank you for joining us on this free fall Friday. Come back and join us again next week on Rewind Wednesday. But until then, don't forget to enjoy the ride that is insane rhetoric.